From MPB Think Radio, it's Next Stop Mississippi. I'm Sheree Brand here with Mary Margaret Miller from Visit Mississippi. Today we're celebrating Independence Day around the state. Brad Hayden is going to give us some barbecue tips. The city of Natchez is putting on a great fireworks show on the Mississippi River. And our own Deborah Hunter will satisfy that holiday sweet tooth. Also, the cities of Gulfport and Ridgeland have huge events kicking off the long weekend today. Join us at 877-MPB-RING if you want to join the conversation. We'll be back right after the news. This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand. And welcome back to Next Stop Mississippi on MPB Think Radio. I'm Sherita Brent in studio with Mary Margaret Miller from Visit Mississippi. And today we're celebrating Independence Day around the state. Brad Hayton will try and help give your barbecue a lift. The city of Natchez puts on a great fireworks display over the Mississippi River. We'll find out about that. Our own Deborah Hunter will satisfy that holiday sweet tooth. And the cities of Gulfport and Ridgeland have huge events kicking off the long weekend today. You can give us a call and tell us about any local events going on in your area this weekend. I'm sure it's going to be a busy weekend. Call us at 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. Follow the conversation on Twitter. Search the hashtag NextStopMS. Good morning, Mary Margaret. Good morning, Sharita. Happy holiday weekend. Yes, we both have our denim on, you know, kind of got the the patriotic thing going. And I have some uh, red, white, blue barrettes in my hair. You just can't see them. (laughs) You're covered up. (laughs) Yeah. Well, you know, it's it's all about being an American this weekend and uh, honoring those who serve and being with family and being safe. Absolutely. So we have a lot of things to talk about today because there is a lot to do all over uh, the state. And I got kind of an early start on my celebrations by going to the Pig Pint in Fondren. I think that's the name of it. Yeah, Pig and Pint. Yes, Pig and Pint in Fondren. And that was my first time trying their barbecue. It was delicious. I had smoked sausage. I had ribs. I had collard greens. They had a little kick to them, which I really like. So I kind of got a head start on the barbecue. Well, you know, I kind of got a head start, too. I was in Cleveland yesterday at the Mississippi Grammy Museum. Wow, my first time there. It was so exciting. Uh, Saw the new Stevie Ray Vaughan exhibit, but I also had lunch at Delta Meat Market, uh, which is this great butcher shop slash uh, diner, if you will. Awesome patty melt on the menu. Oh yes, it was it was to die for. Excellent. So yeah, getting the getting the barbecue a little early. Yeah, well, we're going to talk a, a little bit more about food uh, throughout the show. But first, we're going to go to the phones. Uh, we are going to talk about the Mississippi deep deep sea fishing rodeo. This is the 69th year. Chris is on the line with us. Chris, good morning. Thank you for joining us. Good morning. Y'all got me hungry, by the way. I know. Contemplating lunch. That sounds like <laughs> some good stops y'all had. Yes. Well, tell us about the deep sea fishing rodeo. Uh, clearly some people are not strangers to it. It's the 69th year, but tell us what it is. It is one of the most unique, uh, just a really cool event that we have here on the Mississippi Gulf Coast. It's at Gulf Ports, Jones Park, and it's like you said, it's the 69th year, and it's just one-of-a-kind event. You can bring your family out. We have carnivals. We have food. We have weigh-ins. We have kids' fishing competition. Uh, there's a, a huge prizes available for different categories. It's just a really unique way to come out and see the Gulf Coast, and especially for our guests that are coming in. They get to see all the different types of species of fish that are there and see them in a competition setting. Yeah, so it, it, you're going to be doing some fishing, I imagine, and I see that, that fishing is free. The fishing is free. Uh, the entry into the park is $5 a day, but the best bet is to get a $10 pass for all four days. And that, that can be used at all times. They have a carnival special 
with a huge Ferris wheel and all the rides there in Jones Park, which we like to joke is the front yard for the state of Mississippi. It's 40 acres of green space right there on the Gulf of Mexico. Wow. 49 meets Highway 90. And it's just a, a fun weekend to come out, a long weekend at that. And uh, on 845 on Monday evening, we're going to do a huge free fireworks show for everybody. Oh. And there's not a bad seat in the house for that. And, again, that's open to the public and free for everyone. Oh, what a cool view to be on a Ferris wheel right there on the Gulf of Mexico. Wow. Oh, it's so neat. And we, uh, we were watching them set up this morning. They've been busy for several weeks now getting this together. The event gets bigger and better each year. And this year they're expecting more anglers than ever because of the prizes that they're offering. Well, and Chris, not only do you have fishing, you've got the carnival. I saw you've got a, a, a big music lineup this year. They do have some incredible bands. Rockin' Doopsie, who's coming over from Louisiana, is just a, a crowd favorite. He plays Zotico music. He's very upbeat. He knows how to work the stage. They've got Supercharger, which is a really up-and-coming uh, classic rock band, also out of Louisiana, that really play a lot of the hits that people want to see. They've got a lot of energy and are getting recognized by a lot of the critics. Yeah, that's excellent. Um, I mean, you guys have so many things happening with this rodeo. Please tell me about the hot tub giveaway. <laughs> Man, no joke. That's where I'm going to be hopefully this afternoon. They've, they've got a lot of great vendors. And the thing is, they've been very selective. And I, I mean that in a good way of letting who comes in and operates and has stuff for sale. It's uh, I don't want to put down a flea market, but they've got a really upscale vendor, vendors this year. Mm-hmm. They've got a lot of interesting things, a lot of Mississippi-made products and stuff that's out there of interest to those like-minded that are looking for that coast atmosphere. Of course, the hot tub thing is just an added draw to it. It's got a lot of different things that go on throughout the day. And if you look at our Facebook page, Mississippi Deep Sea Fishing Radio, we're going to be updating that all throughout the weekend. There's a lot of different things that you can do. You can come out and learn how to throw a cast net. You can come out and learn different classes, boater safety. There's a lot of fun things that are going on to make it, you know, just it's just not your typical event. There's a lot of things going on, not only educational, but a lot of different angles of ways to spend a day with your family. Yeah. So people coming for the first time, what do they what do they what do they need to bring with them? Good good vibes. All right. <laughs> All you need to do is bring bring down some sunblock and come down. Like I said, it's on the Gulf of Mexico. We've got forty acres of green space. The Barksdale Pavilion is one of the prettiest venues that I know of in the state of Mississippi. It uh, was built after the storm. It's now the the home spot for so many cool events that we do on the Gulf Coast. So I would say bring your appetite, bring comfortable clothes. And be prepared just to have a good time. It's uh, it's a great atmosphere. And, you know, we have a lot going on on the Mississippi Gulf Coast as a whole. It's a yeah. great time to come down here and see all the different things that are going on uh, from city to city. We like to joke, new term is one coast down here, that we all benefit when we push one another. So, I mean, there are a lot of events down here with Mississippi Deep Sea Radio being ours in Gulfport this weekend. Well, Chris, that sounds really, really good. Thank you so much for joining us. And if folks want to find more information, they can go to MississippiDeepSeaFishingRodeo.com. Is that right, Chris? That's correct. And also, again, on the Facebook page, we're going to do a lot of fun stuff this year with photos and interactive video and on the weigh-ins. And the weigh-ins are really neat to watch. So we hope everybody can come out and enjoy. And if not, enjoy it through social media. All right. Chris Vines, thank you so much for joining us this morning. Thank you all. We appreciate it. All right. That sounds fun. A lot going on. Four days. Yeah. I mean, a $10 for a four-day pass is, is just, you just can't beat that. No, you can't. You can't. Uh, let's see. We have a call on the line. Mona wants to let us know about an event in New Albany. Mona, good morning. Good morning. How are y'all? Doing well. Uh, I just wanted to let everybody know about the Levitt Amphitheater Summer Concert Series in New Albany. It's actually taking place all summer long every saturday night uh and it's a they're free shows free to the public you're welcome to bring coolers but tomorrow night is an extra special show because it is uh, mississippi's own cedric burnside project grammy nominated wow 
and uh, Cadillac Funk will be opening for them uh, at 7.15, and Cedric plays at 8.30, and it's going to be a really great show, family-friendly, so... Oh, yeah, Cedric Burnside is really, really good and has just made a huge name for himself. So that is a good act. I'm sure he's going to entertain very well. Absolutely. Yes, and, absolutely. you know, kudos to the city of New Albany for really, uh, you know, beating the pavement and bringing that Levitt series to your community. I think you're just one of maybe a dozen communities in the United States that has this series happening this summer. So that's really exciting. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. The New Albany folks have done a great job just revitalizing downtown and, and bringing culture uh, to that little town. So kudos to them. I agree. Yep. It doesn't matter how small it is. It's the heart that matters. So Mona, thank you so much. We appreciate you You're calling welcome. in. All right. Y'all have a great day. You too. All right. So now we're going to switch on over and talk about a little barbecue. Brad Hayton is on the line of smoke shop and catering. Brad, good morning. Thank you so much for joining us. Good morning. How are y'all? Doing well. Now, I understand that you are a teacher or used to be a teacher and you're doing the barbecue thing on the side. So tell us about that connection, like how you figured out that you wanted to go from teaching to barbecuing and making a living out of it. I'm not so sure that there's a connection and I'm definitely not sure that I'm making a living out of barbecue, which is why I'm still teaching. (laughs) Okay. Um, But uh, yeah, I still teach. I teach uh, high school English at um, Oxford High School. Um, And uh, The barbecue thing is just something that blossomed out of um, uh, dedication to, you know, just sort of um, cooking and providing uh, a source of entertainment and joy for family and friends. And uh, it was something that I, it was was to the point where I was uh, doing it so habitually that um, my wife actually suggested um, starting a side business um, on the weekend. So... I said to her, well, that's great, but um, I'm going to require a much larger rig if I'm going to, um, you know, start doing this as a business. And so she said, okay, and I was, that was all that the convincing it took. Mm-hmm. Um, so, um, yeah, uh, I started doing this sort of commercially um, or at least providing for the public uh, about a year ago. The first event that we did was the Watermelon Carnival in Water Valley, Mississippi, and after that, it, it blossomed into sort of something that we did on the weekends for football, um, Grove catering, and and things like that, and uh, yeah, so I've been doing it for, in August, it'll be a year. Well, oh, and, and that's right, Brad, you you kind of have smoke or will travel. You, you often mm-hmm. can find um, smoke shop at some pretty interesting locations, locations you might not expect to find a barbecue trailer. So I know you can be found at record stores and thrift shops and a bunch of funky places. Why do you choose the locations you choose? Um, most mostly those are connections through friends. Um, uh, the the my normal haunt is uh, the the farmers market up on on North Lamar, north of the, of the three way um, in Oxford. Uh, lives at the farmers market has been a, a tremendous supporter of me and what I do, and it's a wonderful, wonderfully funky little little store where you can you know find seasonal vegetables and um, all sorts of good stuff, uh, local pork. Um, and that's been my, my go-to spot, but, uh, yeah, David Swider at end of all music and Scott Beretta and, uh, Tyler Keith and, and Laurie Stewart out at, um, out in water Valley. Um, those, those people have all been very supportive and, and, you know, encouraging and, and happy to have me whenever they, whenever they wanted. So, um, I'm, I'm, I'm game. Like you said, have smoke or will travel. Um, if, 
somebody wants to call me up and, and offer me, you know, some place to go that sounds fun, then I'm there. So, Brad, let's let's dig a little deeper and talk about your commitment to local and organic foods, providing things like that. Let's talk about some of these sauces. Uh, vinegar barbecue sauce is one that I read that you make, uh, a white barbecue sauce. Tell us about some of these sauces and what do you put them on, respectively. Okay. Um, so I do normally three different sauces. Uh, I do a, a sort of traditional um, North Carolina uh, vinegar-based uh, sauce. And that's, that's the, that would work for anything. It's sort of an all purpose, you know, catch all sauce. Um, the white sauce is, uh, based on a, a North Alabama style of barbecue, um, that was started at Big Bob Gibson's, um, up in Tuscumbia. Um, and it's sort of my take on that. Um, and it's really, you know, a lot of people really like that sauce and, and, it, it traditionally is used on chicken, but, you know, I've got customers that, you know, want it with brisket or want it with pork or as one of my customers said, he's, you know, he put it on breakfast cereal. Um, Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then I do an ancho uh, chili based barbecue sauce uh, that I sort of designed specifically for brisket. Um, and it's got, you know, uh, the, the base is a lot, a lot of dried ancho chilies. Um, and uh, there's a little bit of coffee and a little bit of chocolate. And it's got um, it's got a really nice sort of um, uh, fruity uh, thing going on for it from the from the from the ancho. Um, all the sauces use a lot of a lot of acid, a lot of vinegar um, and a good bit of brown sugar, um, mm. you know. So it's the balance. It's, it's for me, a sauce is really. Um, not required for good, you know, smoked meats. Um, but if, it, if you're going to use it, it, it definitely doesn't need to overpower. It needs to mm -hmm. accentuate. Um, so it's really about uh, creating balance with the flavors between the sweet and the tart and the, and the, and the, uh, the spicy. Well, and that's where you start is with high quality meat. Tell us a little more about that. Okay, um, so uh, my sources for meat um, are generally uh, Billy Ray Brown's uh, farm for, for pork has been for um, most of the past year. And here in the past few months, um, <clears throat> I've uh, developed a relationship with Home Place Pastures up in Como. Um, and those folks are doing tremendous, tremendous things. And they have huge, huge plans for the, the future. And, and, and this is something that's not only you know, helpful for, for restaurants and people like me, but it also uh, is going to be a huge impact on farmers in Mississippi. You know, um, they're, they're, they have plans and designs uh, to be Mississippi's, uh, really, I think right now, only USDA certified processing plant. <clears throat> and uh, they are not just a processing plant. They're, they're a farm that's dedicated to raising heritage breed hogs in pasture, in, in pasture land, um, doing it right, and they've just start, and they've been doing beef, uh, pork and lamb um, primarily for I think the past you know several years, and now they're starting to process beef. Um, I've cooked my first few briskets over the course of the last last few weeks, and they're all you know grass grass fed, uh, pasture raised uh, cows, and they dry age the beef, and it's turned out some you know really really surprisingly good results. Um, so I'm, I'm, I'm really looking forward to, to continuing this relationship and, and seeing what that can do, not only for, for my business, but for also uh, Mississippi farmers. 
Well, Brad, that is wonderful. I, I appreciate your commitment and your consideration because I've had bad barbecue before. And let me just tell you, it is obvious <laughs> when stuff is not being made from scratch. So I appreciate the work and the research <clears throat> that goes into uh, making your stuff high quality. Excellent. Well, uh, tell us where you're going to be this weekend and how people can contact you. Um, this weekend, I will be um, at the Farmer's Market on Saturday and Sunday, and that's on uh, that's 174 County Road 101, better known as Old Highway 7 around these parts. Um, and uh, I'm set up on Saturday doing you know lunch, and whoever wants to stop by, um, I usually set up from 1130 to around 430 or 5, um, or whenever I get really tired or sold out or whatever. Um, uh, and then on Sunday, I'll be doing special order pickups, which special orders are, um, uh, there's a window that closes this afternoon at five. Um, so if you're in the Oxford area and you're needing something for 4th of July, um, please, uh, get in touch with me. Um, it, and, and you can contact me. My, my major sources of communication are through, um, email, Instagram, and Facebook, and that's Smoke Shop Oxford at gmail.com is my email and then uh smoke shop oxford doing a search for smoke shop oxford on instagram or uh facebook will yield results that you'll be happy with um and i encourage anybody in the in the listening area to uh to get in touch with that facebook page get in touch with that instagram page start following us if you're coming up for games in the fall um you know please contact me if you need anything and uh, i'd be happy to provide um so yeah that's my weekend Sounds good. And I'm going to stay away from the Instagram page right now because I'm pretty sure that my mouth would be watering if I saw <laughs> some pictures of your barbecue. So I'm going to hold off until I eat it. <laughs> but Brad, thank you so much for being on and uh, good luck to you, to you this weekend. I hope you do sell out. Thank you so much for coming on. All right. Thank you so much. All right. We need to take a quick break. And 877-MPB-RING is the number if you want to join the conversation to let us know about any kind of Fourth of July events going on in your area around the state this weekend. 877-672-7464 is the number. Or send an email to nextstop at mpbonline.org. Still to come, we will hear about some events going on in Gulfport and Ridgeland and Natchez. And we'll be back in just a moment. Oh, say the sky made a perfect sunset, and that's a day I'll never forget. I had a barbecue stain on my white t-shirt, she was killing me in that mini skirt. Skipping rocks on the river by the railroad tracks. She had a suntan This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand. And welcome back to Next Stop Mississippi on MPB Think Radio. I'm Sherita Brent in studio with Mary Margaret Miller from Visit Mississippi. And today we're celebrating Independence Day around the state. Uh, we've already talked about some barbecue, deep sea fishing rodeo. You can give us a call, 877-MPB-RING. Earlier we had a caller to tell us about something happening in New Albany. If you want to let us know what's going on in your area this weekend, feel free to call in. Hey, the publicity is free, folks. Don't miss this opportunity. 877-672-7464 is the number to join the conversation to chat with us. Or you can email 
know, next stop at mpbonline.org. So, Mayor Margaret, one thing that is really important during the 4th of July weekend is safety. Uh, That cannot be stressed enough because a lot of things happen when traffic is really heavy. Uh, You have firework accidents and things like that. So we have a fireworks safety uh, guest on who's going to talk with us about these things. Fire Marshal Richard Hanks is on. Richard, good morning. Thank you for joining us. Good morning. So um, tell us, what are some of the things uh, as far as firework mishaps that happen uh, commonly, you know, that, that you would warn people about? Just some easy things to be, be uh, cautious of. Okay. Well, I tell you that the easiest thing and what our message is in the fire service and with the, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pair it a little bit off of uh, NFPA's website. That's the National Fire Protection Association. Uh, they they create and uh, maintain standards and codes for adoption by local governments for you know model, model building codes and uh, they write a lot of books that that uh, the fire service uses. Right. Anyway, uh, but but the message there is just uh, don't use consumer fireworks. Basically, it's it's a lot safer to just go to a, a professional shoot and and watch the professionals put on a fireworks show rather than use the uh, com- the, the uh, consumer grade fireworks. Hmm. Uh, a little bit of statistics here uh, off of NFPA's website, and uh, from 2009 to 2013, uh, across the U.S., fire departments responded to 18,500 fires caused by fireworks. This includes uh, 1,300 house fires, 300 vehicle fires, and uh, numerous outdoor fires. And an estimated two people were killed in these fires. And that's just from 09 to 13. Well, and that's something to really think about right now since we've had so much dry weather. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Absolutely. Uh, there's there's a lot of hazards with it. Uh, again, and, and some more numbers on here. In 2014, the emergency rooms treated 10,500 people uh, for fireworks-related injuries. Wow. Uh, yeah, that's that's a lot. That's a lot of injuries. Uh, and your greatest risk is for the children. It says uh, the risk of fireworks injuries is highest for young people ages 5 to 9, followed by children ages 10 to 19. So it's really good to have parental supervision because I'm sure some parents just want to send the kids outside and, and let them play. But I remember even when I was in my youth, I burnt the grass. It was some kind of snake thing. I lit a fire and I put it in the grass and that grass never grew back. And my mom is probably still upset with me to this day because she wasn't around. And so we were just, you know, just just being silly. Uh, but do you recommend parental supervision at all times? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Again, I, we just highly recommend not to use consumer fireworks at all. Mm-hmm. But if you do, by all means, there has to be parental supervision. Has to be uh, with the children because, and that's that's our, our greatest risk groups. Like I said, age uh, five to nine, followed by ages ten to nineteen. Yeah, and uh, do you recommend any other kind of websites for people uh, to so they can see some tips if they do use consumer fireworks? Some tips uh, to keep them safe. Well, I'm sure there's some sites out there that'll that'll give you more information if you're definitely going to use them. Uh, despite uh, that, that would have some information on it. You could Google, do a Google search on firework safety. Uh, the NFPA's website has a really interesting little cartoon video that's fun to watch. That's basically just trying to urge you not to use consumer fireworks. Uh, but uh, you can just Google NFPA and firework safety and get some information like that. Off of, straight off of their website. 
All right, Richard. Well, hopefully you won't have to deal with a whole lot of things uh, this weekend. Hopefully we can just get through it with no accident. So uh, thank you so much for coming on, Richard. We appreciate it. Well, thank you for having me. All right. Yeah, very important. I don't do fireworks anymore. I'm telling you, I used to have the little rocket thing in my hand. The bottle rocket, right. Yeah, or I would have one in my hand, that, the thing that sounds like a bird, and I would just throw it. You know, just throw it. Just being silly, not knowing the kind of danger I was putting myself in. So. Well, it really is interesting that we give Roman candles, these fireworks that are intended to be held by hand to right. small children, you know, to right. to shoot off on their own. But I will say I did see, um, you know, some uh, kind of public safety announcements this morning on a on a morning show saying, you know, if you are using consumer fireworks, don't lean your face over the firework as you're lighting it. You know, right. step away, light it to your side, have a designated con- container mm-hmm. to put your bottle rockets in we used to use coke bottles you know yeah um so just uh we know people are gonna are gonna use those consumer fireworks this this holiday weekend yeah and don't burn your mother's grass mom if you're listening i'm sorry okay i'm sorry <laughs> uh, all right we're going to be joined right now by renee adams who's going to tell us about an event happening uh in natchez good morning renee thank you so much for joining us Good morning. How are y'all doing today? We are doing very well and excited to hear about this event, uh, the fireworks over the Mississippi River. So is this the first time this is happening or is this something that Natchez does all the time? No, we have been building on this for about 10 years or more. uh, And we've gotten it uh, because of all of our wonderful local sponsors that help us assist with this. We are able to do about a 20 minutes of, you know, $15,000 uh, fireworks show over the Mississippi uh, between Natchez and Vidalia. And we have sponsors on both sides of the river that make this happen for all of us to see. It's probably one of the most rewarding community projects that I get to do. It's uh, absolutely, it, it, it's probably the number one thing that brings people from all ages, uh, all walks of life, all together on both sides of the bluff. Over at the Vidalia Conference Center, people line up all along the levee. On the Natchez side, we line up all along, and it's just, it's wonderful. People come out beforehand, and Bowie's Tavern and the Grand Hotel, all are in perfect locations for people to wander around. Uh, the View Hotel, which overlooks the direct view of the View Hotel, it's perfect. So we, we recommend that if you don't have anything going for the 4th of July, Natchez is open. Uh, we are shooting it Sunday night at uh, 9 o'clock. We chose to do it on the 3rd because people were, um, you know, um, because of the way the, the 4th of July fell, um, we wanted people to be able to enjoy it, not to have to rush and hurry up and go back home, you know, get ready for work on Tuesday. So we decided so hopefully some people could come in for the weekend, enjoy Natchez, see our homes, walk around, shop and eat and spend the night to see one of we're one of the largest uh, firework shows along the Mississippi River. Well, and and this uh weekend's fireworks on the bluff is is part of an a year long of of program of activities for the Natchez Tricentennial. So, tell us what else is going to be going on around town this weekend. I know you've probably got well, you've always got great food, but I'm sure there's some great live music too. Oh, we have wonderful live music. Um we're having um a wonderful girl from Baton Rouge, uh Debbie Landry. Um, that will be in starting kicking off the weekend this afternoon, and then Smoot's Grocery, Rolling River Bistro, Billy's Tavern, um, Andrews right here. You know, we're like a little small mini New Orleans. You can just kind of go from place to place. But we all are working very hard to have wonderful assortments of music of, of all genres and everything. Um, um, 
happening this weekend. We've got wonderful restaurants. We've got several people that are going to be open on um, on Sunday and Monday. Uh, we are, as a fundraiser for the Natchez Christmas Lights in Natchez and part of the Tricentennial, we're going to be uh, selling burgers and, and beverages on the bluff where you can you can eat a hamburger and look at the look at the fireworks. So um, we've got all of our homes that are open for tours this weekend. Um, and uh, many of them are doing little small exhibits. Uh, so we've got, you know, if Natchez is a little new one, there's always something to see and do. Yeah, just the pictures of the fireworks along the Mississippi River are just breathtaking. So, I mean, to experience that for 20 minutes, I think, would just be wonderful. So that sounds really, really good. Well, yeah, Renee, yeah, go ahead. about five minutes, and now we've gotten it up to about 20. Yeah. And we do pyrotechnic, and I heard the gentleman speaking before. Yeah, we do have big professional fireworks. Uh, we uh, They're shot from a barge in the middle of the river, so it's just a breathtaking canopy as it comes through over the river. Yeah, this sounds much more fun than being in the backyard shooting Roman candles. <laughs> oh, absolutely, absolutely. All right, Renee. Well, thank you so much for joining us. And uh, did you want to share a website or a place where people can find more information? Just go to visit uh, org, and it's a full calendar. And you can always, for the rest of the year, Natchez has so many wonderful things going on. You can go to um, Natchez 300, and it's a beautiful calendar. We have fabulous events not going on, but one thing I would like everybody to look at, we are starting to do uh, second Saturdays in Natchez, and we'll be doing um, special dinners and um, presentations, historical period presentations, and then you can always see all the live music that's going on. Uh, We'll bring up that our Natchez Food and Wine Festival is the last weekend in July. We have over 30 chefs from Louisiana, Jackson area, Memphis that's coming for a great thing and you can go to natchezfoodandwinefest.com for that so come on and see us all right wonderful and safe weekend excellent renee thank you so much for joining us we really appreciate it we thank y'all take care everyone all right you as well we need to take a really quick break when we get back we'll speak with the amazing deborah hunter Uh, she's going to talk with us about some fourth of july sweets and treats so deborah hold on just a moment and we'll get to you right after this break there's a spark in you, you just gotta ignite the light and let it shine. Just on the night, like the fourth of July, cause baby you're a firework, come on show This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand. And welcome back to Next Stop Mississippi on MPB Think Radio. I'm Sherita Brent in studio with Mary Margaret Miller from Visit Mississippi. Today we're celebrating Independence Day around the state, and we've talked to you about several events happening. You can call us at 877-MPB-RING to let us know about events going on in your area this weekend that you'd like to let fellow Mississippians know about. The lines are wide open for you. That's 877-672-7464. Let us know what you're going to be up to this weekend in Mississippi during the 4th of July weekend. All right, now we're going to talk about sweets. We talked about barbecue earlier. Now we're going to talk about some sweet stuff with Deborah Hunter, the host of Deep South Dining, which airs Monday mornings at 9 on MPB. Deborah, good morning. Thank you for joining us. 
Well, good morning, Rita. How are you doing today? We are doing very well, and I think we picked the right person to talk about sweets because you are literally the sweetest person I know, other other oh my than my God. mom. Uh, <laughs> So, Deborah, talk to us about some things that would be good to take to a, a barbecue cookout. Something easy for somebody like me who doesn't really like to cook. You know, should I just pick up a, pick up a watermelon, or what are your thoughts? Oh my gosh, Rhea, there are so many amazing things to use for the holiday season. From again, you said watermelons, all kinds of fresh fruit. You can do some homemade ice cream. I mean, it's just endless possibilities of things that you can use to make the holiday really yummy. And especially here in Mississippi where the weather's a little bit warmer, you want to uh, kind of tend to try those things that are a little bit more cooler. And uh, doing something as simple as watermelon popsicles, Rita, it's a wonderful new uh, dessert treat to use, not just for the 4th of July, but all during the summer. And Mm. it's really simple. You just simply take out your favorite watermelon. You're going to cut that watermelon circular-wise, and then you take those circles, cut them into squares, ease a popsicle stick in the rind, freeze them for a few minutes. It's a perfect treat for the holiday. And because I'm always looking to take things over the uh, top, Rita, <laughs> you can take that rind and you can soak it with other flavors like pineapple juice or blackberry juice or um, a little bit of lemon juice just to give it a little extra twang to it. Just a wonderful treat to have. And of course, I have a quick and easy recipe for homemade ice cream. If you've got a little bit of sour cream, some sweet condensed milk, uh, you are already in the game. You take that and you add in some fresh fruit, stir it up really, really well, Rita. Pop it in the freezer for 24 hours. It makes a quick and easy ice cream. Oh. Super simple. That sounds like something Without an ice cream maker, I guess. (laughs) (laughs) You don't have to have the ice cream maker to to do it. A a nice bowl is perfect for that. Uh, And I like to save my old containers, you know, so when you go to the grocery store, you can buy plastic containers. Uh, you know, clean them up really well, and then you can put your own personal labels on them. It's just a really sweet way to show people how much you care about them during the holiday. So is there a key to picking out a good watermelon, or are all of them pretty much good? Well, no, uh, Rita, there really is, uh, you know, a, a key to that. Of course, here in Mississippi, we say Smith County is the key to great watermelons. Uh-huh. And so what you'll find is everywhere people have these signs that says Smith County watermelons are the best in the world. And I find that they truly are very delicious. But you always want to be able to check the stem and the rind. You want to check. My grandfather would give it that old thump, and you want to hear a nice, hollow sound. That's the first thing. You also want to check the skin on your watermelon. Make sure that there's not any yellowing or bruising or bad coloring in it. You want to make sure that that rind is really pretty. Also, the farmer's market is a great place to get from farm to the table type products. So you don't have to worry about, uh, you know, the extra waxing or, you know, if it's extra pesticides because it's usually straight from the farm to the farmer's market. And we've got several great locations across the state of Mississippi. Well, and those folks at the farmer's markets, and you're going to see a lot of people roadside uh, over the weekend selling watermelons and other fresh fruit. They know the products. Let those farmers pick out the melon for you and, mm. and be confident in that. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. And and it's, and it's a wonderful way to support Mississippi because these are hardworking folks, and that's how a lot of people make their living. So absolutely. 
Now, uh, we, we talked about ice cream and stuff like that. Now, what about some good summertime drinks? You know, lemonade is, is real popular. I've never tried to make lemonade, but uh, any thoughts on uh, drinks for a cookout? Lemonade is an American classic, Rita, and it's really not that complicated to make. Uh, and I'm, so I'm going to share with you guys my secret to great lemonade. It's taking about a dozen of lemons, cutting them into wedges, and boiling them. Oh, okay. What you, what you do is you intensify that lemonade flavor. After I've added um, the lemons, I add in about a gallon, maybe a gallon and a half of water, and I bring that to boil. And then I turn it off and let it steep for just a while, probably about 30 minutes or so. Let me back it up a little bit. Right as before I turn the water completely off, Rita, I'm going to add my sugar content to the lemon uh, juice that's boiling in the water. Then I turn it off, allow it to steep for just a little bit. It makes the great, greatest lemonade ever. I mean, it's really intense because what you're looking for is that really nice, strong pop in the back of your tongue. And it's just really a quick, easy way to make lemonade. You can also, after it cools, think about adding things like strawberries or mm. fresh mint to your lemonade to give it that really wonderful summertime taste. All right. I just wrote all that down, so I'm <laughs> going to try it. <laughs> I mean, oh, Rita, I think... you know you're always invited to my house, so you don't have to I was just about to ask, when is the cookout? Uh, can me and Mary Margaret come? What, what do we have to wear? I can bring, and Sam. Sam's like, what about me? I can bring toothpicks and napkins, those things that, that are underrated. Uh, so, But necessary. But necessary, yes. Excellent. Absolutely. You, got, you know, my Mississippi Public Broadcasting family is always invited to whatever it is I'm having. So All right. I have an open door policy for you guys. Well, we're not going to allow you to give your address on the air. So I'll, I'll talk to you about that a little later. Well, Deborah, thank you so much for coming on. If you don't have any closing thoughts, uh, we're, we're just going to let you go have well, some fun. I just want to tell everybody in Mississippi that I love you to be safe, enjoy the holidays, and take care. All right, Deborah, thank you so much. And you guys can listen to Deborah Hunter on Deep South Dining every Monday morning at 9 right here on MPB. She and Kevin Farrell co-hosts the show, and it is really good. And Mary Margaret, I really hate that you can't be here on Monday mornings at 9 because she brings something for us to eat every time. Every Monday. So I've had all kinds of stuff uh, Monday mornings at 9. Collard greens, peach cobbler, you name it. So Deborah has just changed my whole my whole appetite because I, I used to didn't eat stuff like that in the morning. But whatever she brings, you just can't say There no. you go. And that's a good way to start the week. You know, when you bring people food, they often get happy. And, yep. you know, no better way to start a Monday. Right. Uh, we have one call to get to before the break. Ashley is on the Gulf Coast. Good morning. Good morning. I'm sorry because... I, man, I listen to Miss Honey, too. I mean, every time I get the chance, uh, you can't beat it. And I'm sorry to have to bring up something that's slightly negative, but it's also positive in that it reinforces what the folks you've had on have been saying about professional fireworks. I have known more than one person. I've been related to more than one person who have lost part of a hand or lost an eye or whatever to doing home firework things. And my complaint about home fireworks primarily is that when people do these things, they don't ever shoot them at their own house. Nope, <laughs> they, they don't. They shoot them at somebody else's house. And we're talking gunpowder with the fuse, okay? Yeah. So, I mean, uh, you know, like I said, I'm sorry to bring something slightly negative, but I think it's a realistic concern 
and I think it should be really considered. And please, everybody, you know, I mean, the professionals can do it way better than you can anyway. Yeah. You know, and it's usually free. So, you know, get yourselves on out there, right? I, I used to be that person. I mean, I'm ashamed to say it. I used to be that person who would take a firework and aim it at somebody else's house because we were kids and we were childish, and that's just what we did. Thankfully, nothing really bad came out of it. But you're right, Mikey. Uh, thank you so much for coming on with that little testimonial. We're going to take our final break of the hour, and when we get back, uh, we'll talk with Mary Stratton-Smith about the Celebrate America Balloon Glow and Independence Day celebration at the Res. And you can give us a call. We have plenty of time for you to Join us, 877-MPB-RING. Let us know what are you doing this weekend. Are there any events going on in your area that you'd like to let other Mississippians know about? All our lines are open if you want to join the conversation and talk about an event. 877-672-7464 is the number, or you can send an email to nextstop at mpbonline.org. We'll take a break, and we'll be back in just a moment. You better be ready cause I'm picking you up With a full moon shining and a little bit of luck We'll run out of gas and maybe get stuck We can get along, baby It's been an unpredictable election year And November is still months away You do not have to take time to keep up with every little twist and turn You just have to keep up with us Listen every day Daily at 4 on NPB Think Radio This is an NPB Think Radio podcast To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand. And welcome back to Next Stop Mississippi on MPB Think Radio. I'm Sherita Brent in studio with Mary Margaret Miller of Visit Mississippi. And today we're celebrating Independence Day around the state. We've talked about barbecue. We've talked about sweets. Deborah gave a homemade ice cream recipe and a lemonade recipe that I wrote down. I'm going to try to I'm going to try to restate that recipe for those who wanted it. She said, get a dozen lemon wedges. Uh, and boil them then you're going to add your sugar content she didn't say how much sugar i guess that's kind of left up to you yeah right um gallon and a half of water boil it then let it steep for 30 minutes and then there it is and you can add strawberries or a raspberry or whatever you want to add to it so that's pretty cool yeah and you know another little summer uh uh, drink recipe is, is is sun tea. Maybe you did this oh. growing up, but we would often uh, take like a jar, like a pickle jar full of water and you drop down just several tea bags mm-hmm. and you set that jar out in the sun and you let the sun do the work for you. So rather oh. than boiling the water on the stove like you normally do, yeah. you make some sun tea and it has special flavor. And just like Deborah mentioned with the lemonade, you might want to add mint or, mm-hmm. you know, some Lemons or limes or yeah. oranges, whatnot. That's neat. I have been on a water binge this week, so I've been trying to drink just water to see if it makes a difference in the way I feel or my face and my skin. Your skin looks great. Thank you. Thank you. So I guess it is working. Uh, but I add a little lemon juice to my water every time, especially when I'm drinking at a restaurant and I'm not sure if it's toilet water or not. <laughs> I put lemon <laughs> juice in skeptic. it. Yeah, I put lemon juice in it. Uh, but you wanted to talk about some stuff uh, on, on your website? Yeah, that's right. So uh, we often talk about the Visit Mississippi website as a great place to go and look at our events calendar. There's so much happening around the state. But we also have have a really nice blog that'll give you a little more context and 
what we like to think are expert recommendations for different (laughs) sites and uh, attractions around the state. Right now, we've got uh, several different stories. Uh, A couple I I do want to mention, Mississippi's Top Farm to Table Eats. We talked about that with Brad Hayden, Mm -hmm. uh, the Farm to Table movement this morning. Another article called How Sweet It Is, Mississippi's Best Desserts. Uh And these aren't just your prototypical cobbler places. We've got French pastry shops. We've got gelato makers, uh, you know, all around the spectrum of really what I call unique and somewhat exotic desserts. Um, Mm -hmm. We've got an article about um, budget conscious family uh, trips. So, you know, if if you're working on a budget this year, like most of us are, great ways to experience the state at low cost. But um, what people are likely mostly interested in this week is July 4th Mississippi style. It's the first article on our blog, um, and it's just a great listing of different fireworks, balloon glows, mm-hmm. festivals, um, all sorts of uh, great stuff happening over this nice long weekend. So we've got a good uh, regional selection. So no matter where you live in the state, you can find a spot where you can go and experience one of those professional firework shows and uh, and a little bit more. Yeah, the number is 877-MPB-RING if you want to give us a call and talk about any kind of 4th of July events going on in your area. Even if it's not 4th of July themed, you just want to let us know about some events going on in your area. We do have a few minutes left here. 877-MPB-RING is the number. That's 877-672-7464 or email nextstop at mpbonline.org. We were supposed to be getting somebody on to talk about the balloon glow, but I can just give some information about it based on what I see on the website. It's going to be at North Park Mall in Ridgeland. Um, That's kind of off county line if you're not familiar with the area. They're going to have some live music as well. Uh, William Michael Morgan is going to be performing. Then they're going to have the balloon glow. Now, I don't know if you have you ever seen the balloon balloon glow and how that works? Yeah, I have been to a balloon glow. Not the one in Ridgeland, but Uh I, I know the concept. It's really fun. I mean, to to see those huge balloons in the air and they're colored, uh, it, that's really fun. I feel like I went to one a couple years ago and it was really packed. And so it's fun. The kids, you know, all they need to see is a balloon and they just go crazy anyway. Uh, Shenandoah is going to be performing. Oh, at, right. Yeah, yeah, at the Balloon Glow. And then at 930, they're going to have some fireworks. So uh, that's It's a- always a great fireworks show show there in Ridgeland. And, um, and that Balloon Glow really is uh, such a cool experience and a sight to see. Um uh, that's a, kind of a bucket list thing for me, Sharita, is to, to get in the is balloon to get, is to take a hot air balloon ride. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't be opposed to it as long as it wasn't like like so many feet off the ground. You know, as long yeah. as I could jump if out, it was tethered and roll exactly. over. Yeah, that would be excellent. Well, and I'll also say this is a not exactly a, a fireworks and patriotic event, but a really awesome event nonetheless. It's the thirty first annual Our Lady of the Gulf Crab Festival. This is a uh, going to be held this weekend, starting today, July first through the third, and it's uh, on on the Gulf Coast in beautiful Bay St. Louis, one of my favorite coast towns. Uh, they're going to have one hundred arts and crafts booths rides, raffles, crab races, and lots of really good food, including bold crab and shrimp, shrimp and catfish po' boys, crab stuffed potatoes, oh my and goodness. biscuits. Oh, my goodness. Do I, do I need to go on? No, please I, don't. I think that's all. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so that's uh, the 31st annual uh, Gulf 
Crab Festival in Bay St. Louis. Excellent. Well, we only have about a minute left, so I'll just ask, what are your plans for the 4th of July, July weekend? Well, I'm going down to Kapai County, beautiful Kapai County, mm-hmm. uh, where we're going to take a little dip in the lake. Um, we're going to do some cooking out. We're going to uh, do some hanging out, maybe a little bit of fishing. So okay. excited to get out in the country. I like to get out of town during the 4th of July. Yeah. Somewhere rural. It seems safer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was about to say, watch out for those alligators if, if you're taking a dip in the lake now. But yeah, that's uh, right. We, we don't really have those problems in Mississippi. I mean, they're they're here. We, yeah. yeah. You, we we probably, yeah. But not as bad as, as Florida, maybe. And, well, and yeah. I will say, you know, I do hope everyone will be safe on the roads this weekend and mm-hmm. uh, be smart. Uh, drinking, you know, don't drink and drive. Get a designated driver. Call an Uber. Easiest thing ever. Yeah, that's so cool that Uber is a thing. I never would have thought so many years ago that we would just call regular people and hop in the car with them. Yeah, and, and be able to somewhere. see their face and, and a little dot on a map as, as yep. to where they are and the way to get you. Yeah, that's very interesting. Well, Mayor Margaret, thank you so much for being on this morning and uh, thanks to everybody who joined the show today sam wells was our producer and our wonderful intern was our call screener thank you so much for handling that stay tuned southern remedy for women is coming up next right here on mpb think radio